You're listening to a previously recorded episode of the Top Rope Review Show. Listening to the Top Rope Review Show. This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about this show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel. And I've been asked to make the following announcement. With a combined weight of over 1,000 pounds... Broadcasting live from Royal Oak, Michigan, this is the Top Rope Review. Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. Let's get back to ringside. Are you ready? WrestleMania 3 at the Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and you. Mick Foley's here. Yeah. <laughs> well, you like went over that and went over that, and we still. I had pushed two buttons at once. Sorry. All right. I'm not multi-handed. That's, that's, <laughs> you are multi. Multi-mouse, I should right. say. <laughs> Welcome to episode 39 of the Top Rope Review, Detroit's number one source for pro wrestling and the official podcast home of Michigan's longest-running independent wrestling promotion, XICW. We are a proud part of the Podcast Detroit Network and the Point of Interest Podcast Network. And we are broadcasting live from the new Podcast Detroit Studios 2.0 in Royal Oak, Michigan. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And yeah, and there's all these nice uh, tiles up on the wall with, with our uh, characteristic Podcast Detroit green and black. I see you're wearing your gas station Detroit hat. So. It is not a gas station Detroit hat. It's official, it's, it's official license of the Major League Baseball. <laughs> Is it though? I'm not sure. So uh, it's your favorite podcast host as voted on Friendster, uh, Josh Schramm, and I'm joined in studio as always by the number one host of all time, Wookie Will. And I'm six (laughs) foot tall. Oh yeah, 250 pounds of excellence sitting over here. Jimmy McKnight, how you doing? And last but certainly not least, oh, 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 Tab, the Twitter valet. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I like, just like, the sound of her it's name like, since... It's, it's, like I, it's like I pointed to her and she forgets her name for a no, second. No, I wasn't sure. Hey, guys. I'm Mike's mom's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So speaking of Mike, uh, Mike is not here. He's at his grandma's uh, thousandth birthday party or something like happy, that. So, happy thousandth happy birthday, birthday party. Happy <laughs> thousandth birthday party. Um, yeah. So his grandma, Eve, she's... Uh, Happy birthday. Uh, big listener of this show. <laughs> yeah. So a uh, couple announcements. We have XICW Best New Trait two uh, XICW two eleven Best New Trait sixteen uh, Saturday, July 9th at the Imperial House. And tonight, right after this show, this is your uh, official, unofficial proving ground pre-show today. We have XICW Proving Ground 4 
um, at the Ritz in Warren. It starts right at 5.30. So if you're list, you better be listening to this in the car on the way to the Ritz because I'm sure it's going to be packed. It's going to be crazy tonight. And speaking of XICW Proving on 4, we also have in studio with us Xavier Walker and Palmer Cruz from XICW. How's it going, guys? Great, man. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, we're we're glad to have you guys. So, um, and Will is, of course, not paying attention to the guests. He's just playing on his phone. (laughs) I think his mom texted him. Um, We were over here. We had had a gag we were going to do, and I was trying to find it. But we're saving for later. What gag are we going to (laughs) do? I think you had a gag you were going to do. I don't think we talked about it as a group. So, uh, you know, let's just break into it. What's the, what's the deal with the Scarboni brothers? Tell me about this. I really don't know, man. Tell the, what tell is the, listeners. the deal with the Scarboni brothers? I'm trying to figure that out, too. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys have a big grudge match with them tonight. And Absolutely. Very excited. How do we, that. yeah. How do, how do, how do we think it's going to go? What, what's your predictions for tonight's match? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> it's not going to be a lot of wrestling going on. Uh, I would assume that because they've been, uh, Ganging up on my boy for a while now. <laughs> so I'm going to have to pull up on him about uh, 35, 45 minutes and put my hands on him. Yep. There you go. That's why I keep him around. <laughs> so he's like, is, is this like a Shawn Michaels Diesel type thing? Like he's, your, you know, you're the, yeah, he's the bodyguard? Both, I'm both you're, you're the bodyguard. <laughs> oh, man. What's going on here? What does that make you then? Are you like the, uh, you, you tri- I don't even know who that is would is, is he Triple H then? He's, he's there. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. You're going to bury me this whole time, huh? That's a friend, though. No, no. hey, the only person we bury on this show is Will. So okay, just, okay. Cool, okay cool. I didn't know no, that. No, no, no. Yeah, you, 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 you can bury Jimmy all you feel want. Feel free to bury Will. Yeah, bury me. I'm in. I'm okay, in. two guys to bury. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, get your shovel. Get my golden shovel out the trunk. Anyone else? Golden shovel. <laughs> Jimmy has a platinum shovel, I heard. I do. Yeah. Yeah. With diamonds on it. With diamond, diamond, all diamond the way up. Handle. Yeah, diamond crusted handle. Hey, you scrolled down. I can't see what I'm supposed to be oh, looking at. Oh, okay. No, you're well, good. Here we go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. So um, I'm like restarting here. Um, so you guys, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys both were members of the House of Truth at one point. I know I know you were for sure. I, I was. It's a kind of weird story. I was not. I did. I was trained by Truth Martin. Okay. But I was never. That's where I. Uh, that's probably where I got confused. Yes, yes. Okay. So so how so you used to be like in the click with these dudes. So what what happened? Uh, I guess I got a little bit too excited one night. Big for your britches, is what they said. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny was cutting a promo, and I grabbed the mic. I wanted to talk. Vinny's always talking. Right? He talks. He's a, a good lot. talker, though. He's a good talker. Who's the man? I ain't got much to say. Talk a lot. Not <laughs> Vinny. Oh, Ryan was the man. All right, here we go. But uh, yeah, he just, uh, he, I guess he put me in my place. That's what they call it. And um, my boy came from the back out of nowhere. I always got my back, my whole back. Whole back. Way <laughs> back, though. But, yeah, I had to come out there. Uh, I, I didn't like how they was treating him. Uh, I had been seeing him for a not. while. And uh, I wouldn't be a, a man if I didn't say something. And that did lead to a match, unfortunately. It didn't go the way we wanted at that time, but. We live to fight another day, and today is another day, so we're going to go handle that. Most definitely. You got proven to do at the proven grounds. Oh, <laughs> got to yes. prove it, man. Yeah, and you're, uh, you're pulling double duty tonight because you have this grudge match, but then you're also in the wrestling with the vet as well, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Me and Nate Masson, we are still going to win this thing. Uh, I don't care how many Monroes are left. We, we <laughs> 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 I, know, I know everybody uh, think they're going to win it, but I'm, I'm going to find a way to pull this out. I got faith in you, man. I, 
appreciate that, man. Got gotcha, you, man. Touch well, me. I, I think with the with the with the Monroes in that tournament, you're probably uh, it's tough. you're that you're that underdog, right? It's, oh, definitely. The, the Daniel Bryan thing going for you there, right? <laughs> I think the XSW crowd likes the good old underdog, though. I, everybody so. loves an underdog. <laughs> everybody. I think I think you'd be all right. I think we don't know what the XICW crowd likes. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how they feel in that day. Yeah. <laughs> they can be uh, very detrimental. Yeah. But it's always fun. Like, I, I love, love it. Love I, it. I, I love the Ritz. Oh, my God. I love the Ritz. What's your, uh, what's your favorite Ritz story? Everyone has one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we've been along. We, man, we was. We, my favorite. It just happened with uh, uh, Scott DeMore. Scott DeMore was oh, there. Oh, man. And we uh, hung out. After the show, like we just stayed around for a little bit. We saw Scott Demore was there, so we wasn't leaving. So we gonna listen, right. whatever he got to say, we gonna be <laughs> there listening to it. And uh, we just try to get all the knowledge we can from anybody, you know. So uh, he was there just telling us old dusty road stories, phenomenal just, stories. Oh my god! And he just just put us right right there. <laughs> did did he uh, did he when he's telling those stories? Does he do the dusty voice? Man, one of the best dusties I've ever heard. Okay. <laughs> right. Blowing no smoke. But. <laughs> He has a great day. Yes. <laughs> I think that's my favorite thing about when someone tells a dusty story. It's like whenever you hear when they're always like, yeah, baby. And I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Everybody has a dusty. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, let's hear your dusty. I can't do a dusty, sorry. You that's okay. have to. <laughs> I don't, if you haven't actually met him or worked with him, I guess maybe you don't have to do one. Yeah. I just wanted to see if I could get you to do it. I, I wish I could, man. He's one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as we already saw, uh, you know, Jimmy does a pretty good... Macho Man Randy Savage. That's so. the one and only one I can do. That all you need is one, <laughs> one gimmick. One gimmick is all you need. Uh, so, what do you? Oh, so we had Johnny Delicious on last week, and I'm just curious what you guys are, how you guys feel about uh, this Congo Kong and uh, Rick Matrix rematch we have tonight. Oh my goodness! There's a lot of talk last week, and then there's a lot of talk that we couldn't. You know, DC Howe was here, and so it was like. Uh-huh. We'd ask Johnny a question, and he's like, oh, we can't answer that. We'd like that stricken from the record. <laughs> I don't know what the lawyer thing is going on with this, but I don't know how he got his job back. <laughs> I need to get his lawyer. But Congo uh, yeah. Kong Rick Matrix are Man. going to tear the Ritz apart. Those are two huge human beings. It's crazy because I'm, I'm a pretty big dude, but Rick Matrix and Congo Kong made me look like... Like I make him look. <laughs> <laughs> he was pointing at Palmer Cruz. If anyone was wondering, just he got a shovel out today, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. I mean, you you have a shovel too. I yeah. think you can. You know, you I'm can the nice it. guy. <laughs> so what's your? Um, I mean, going into your match tonight, what is your guys' strategies against the Simonis? Oh. The who? Otherwise, <laughs> like, Scarboni. Scarboni. Twenty second time on. We just go back. <laughs> Don't worry, they're not listening. Uh, so, uh, well, the Scarbonis, the they, they are the veterans, so they've been doing this a lot longer than we have. But, Very uh, smart guys, but I think Very we got the athleticism. Uh, I think we got the power, and we, I think we want it more than they do. So, we're gonna try to uh, find any way we can to take them out. Uh, they're not afraid to use dastardly tactics, so we uh, <laughs> we've been game planning for that. We, they we taught got some, me a few when I was with them, so yeah, so we got some tricks up our sleeve too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna go how they think it's gonna go. <laughs> Yeah, so my plan is to see Sonny Scarboni and just take his head off. Hey, <laughs> there we go. Show, show Sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Ah. Now, do you guys got any? Uh, <laughs> do you get any weapons of choice you can bring in the ring with you, or have anything <laughs> hidden underneath that ring? You never, match. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> What's under an XICW ring? Right. 
have, you ever, have you ever thought of using the asbestos that flakes <laughs> off the Ritz? That's uh, why I love the that? Ritz, man. The building uses that on you, whether you want it to or not. <laughs> <laughs> what match was that? They, that? Someone did like a suplex or something, kicked the light, and we were all like... <laughs> We haven't been to the Ritz in a little while. I'm excited. No, to... yeah, that's oh, man, not since they started doing the, the Sunday shows at the Imperial House. Yeah, I mean, Imperial House is nice because it lets the guys do a lot more high-flying stuff, but in terms of, like, the feel for the crowd. The Ritz is the Ritz, man. Yeah, yeah man. When, like you're the, when you're at the Ritz, no matter where you're sitting at, you are front row in the action. It's like, it's like the shelter. Yeah. yeah. yeah he, he rabbit at the shelter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, like, the feeling in there, and that's what wrestling is about, like, the, the emotion of the crowd and just, you know, everybody involved in it or whatever. Yeah. It's awesome. The venue sets the tone, too, big there time, you know, man. Absolutely. Like, the Ritz has a real just... Deep, dirty, tough tone, you know. And when you got that's that exactly. going along with the wrestling at the same time, it's like somebody might fall down and get hurt, but it's that much more intense because <laughs> exactly. of where you are, you know. And you got the you. There's no barricade between the the crazy fans. Oh and, yeah, and yeah. This, this is this is a wrestling show in its purest form, man. <laughs> man. You got those security guards running around, running I'm around say, busting their asses. Those guys are the hardest working guys at the show. That security line. Yeah, <laughs> oh, there's just, no, when there's no barricade. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's just a human shield after human shield. <laughs> they keep us safe though. I appreciate them. Yeah. Shout <laughs> my man Harper. Man Harper. <laughs> I'm gonna say, have you guys had to do security duty at all for any of the shows? Oh no, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're like, no, no way. He helps out that ring. I'm gonna say, so what? So you guys are, are quote unquote rookies. What do you What do you see in your? And that's kind of what. That's one of the main focuses of proving around. What do you guys see? What's next for you guys? You know, after. The, the, we get through the wrestling of the vet tournament and all that sort of stuff. Where, where do you see your future? This Super. Is, this is your time to lay your lay your statement down. Super you know. future. Super <laughs> that's our name, actually, Super Future, because that's what we got. That's what we have. And, that, um, I, was, <laughs> I was setting you guys up for that. Okay. That's underhand for you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, after I win wrestling with the vet with Nate Masson. So much confidence. <laughs> that's what you need, man. Gotta win, man. Yeah, I gotta hey, win. that's I, amazing. Nate Manson is his partner. Oh man. my goodness, he's, he's phenomenal. He was like, he was like, love praying, he was praying to have Nate. Like, as soon as we found out he was, <laughs> Nate was in it, I'm going to have Nate. I'm going to get Nate. <laughs> the second I heard Nate Manson was in, I said, I'm picking him. Suckers, then I pick Nate. <laughs> but yeah, uh, after the proving ground, we are gonna keep going. We uh, obviously want to make it back to best in Detroit because that's the show everybody wants to be on. Yeah. So uh, we want to do that. We want some gold. So we want to work. Those. We want to work with the best, man. Yeah. Try to get those belts off the Monroe's. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So you guys looking to stay together as a team and kind of conquer the tag team division? Oh yeah. Once you oh yeah break out, we're coming for them. Um, <laughs> um, if somebody offered me a title shot, I'm not going to turn it down. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but, uh, hey, yeah, you guys could be one of those you know tag teams that's got the tag team belt on the one shoulder, and I don't know, maybe the Midwest. <laughs> man, I like how you think it, man. Right. On the other shoulder, you know, you don't know. You have two shoulders for a reason. It's, it's and then you have a waist you can wear. Yeah, I'm gonna say, yeah, there's several belts in, in XSW. You guys can be double strapped. It will work. work. Yeah. <laughs> like these guys. It's my favorite podcast. <laughs> when are we coming back? Tell all your, <laughs> tell all your friends. <laughs> well, we won't be your first stop on the tour when you win this tournament, okay? Oh, yeah. When, right you back go on, here. when you go on that press tour, you stop here first when you, after you win. Absolutely. I'm going to be in here uh, with Nate Masson, and we're going to be doing cartwheels. And, <laughs> Y'all need never freeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to get Nate Matson on the show. We haven't had oh, him on man. the show yet. 
Oh, that. Oh, no. Nah, you know what? I'll announce it later. I don't want to break up the flow. I forgot to announce <laughs> something earlier, but I'll get to it later. So, yeah. Oh, that. So you guys, you guys, you guys both though attended the uh, Truth's school. That's what you guys. Is that how you broke into the business, yes, or were you? The, sorry. No, no, keep going. One of the best decisions <laughs> You're ever. more important than him. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest decision I ever made. Yeah. <laughs> How's yeah. the truth? Uh, if you want to be a wrestler, I, I don't see any reason you wouldn't go to him. He's phenomenal. Yeah, like if you're around, you know, our area or, you know, Michigan or wherever, like the Midwest, period. Like, even more than that, it's just taught me so much. Yeah. He's, he's one of those guys that got it, you know. <laughs> it. People that got it. <laughs> IT. <laughs> how'd, you guys, uh, yeah. how'd you guys get hooked up with the House of Truth? Oh man, it was uh, did our research? Well, yeah, I did, we did our research first off. That's the thing you got to do. But uh, I was at a Ring of Honor show. Okay. This is when I was just a fan, and uh, I was asking the the, uh, the workers, the wrestlers, uh, you got any advice for anybody who's trying to break in? And uh, every one of them said, "Go to Truth." So it was after that. I just there was no question about they, like, it. Looked you in your eyes. Looked in your eyes. Go to Truth, Martin. <laughs> He's right there. You go talk to him. <laughs> so yeah, that was it's it. as easy as that. Yeah. What do you think it is about his techniques of, of teaching that make him stand out that much more than you know other uh, other trainers? Well, uh, I really don't have anything to compare it to, personally. Mm-hmm. But I can just uh, the difference between uh, some of the guys he trained and other guys like around is is, is night and day. <laughs> and um, like uh, he, he he just know how to tell you something in a simple way. And all you got to do is just do what he tell you to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just, just do, do it. it. Yeah, just do what I said, and, and everything's gonna be fine. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you don't, don't just he don't just talk to be talking. He don't waste. Everything's words. a lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, all the everything's time he's always teaching. Like first day of school, he taught us so much. Like it's just about the business, you know, and and he's just always teaching us. Like he had us sit down and introduce ourselves, and then when we. Introduce ourselves, tell them why we came into business, what we like about it, you know, favorite wrestler, whatever. And we stood up to talk, he just teaching us promos, slow down. Slow down, you know, mm-hmm. teaching us everything. Speak up. Speak up. <laughs> head up, head just up. The first, in the first 10 minutes of being there, <laughs> yeah. you know, we already learned something. Yeah, it was pretty cool. You might not even know it, but he'll teach you something and you, hold on, wait a second. You be thinking Did about just it. learn something? <laughs> <laughs> you be thinking about it all week. You be pondering on it. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm trying to Google right now. Sign up for it. <laughs> I think your time has passed. Where's uh, where, where's House of Truth? Where, where's House of uh, Truth located at? Uh, Centerline, Michigan. Uh, I don't know the exact address, but it's in Centerline. Okay. Hotwrestling.com. Well, we yeah, yeah, it's, it's easy to find online. Hotwrestling.com. Is it kind of expensive or is, is it pretty I mean, economical? It's expensive. What's expensive? Exactly. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to get out of it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Like you get what you pay for. Right. Yeah. Right. Not, and it's worth way more than what we pay yeah. for. Like, nice. For like when we did pay for it, it was like, man, ouch. You know? But I feel like nope. I got a deal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but man, it was like totally worth it, man. It was amazing. Right on. Yeah, you, you hear about a, a lot of weird stuff about wrestling schools and 
about how easy it is to get taken advantage of and stuff like that. You never, I mean, you never hear those kind of things when people are talking about House of Truth. Well, we had Dickie Bronson on talking about how he learned from some dude that had a yeah. ring in his barn, <laughs> you know, and like was just ripping guys off left and right, you know. Yeah. And then, he, like, but he would, these people were just starving for training, you know. They were they were going wherever they could. Yeah, yeah, it must have. It was a boxing ring too, wasn't oh, it? God. So it was like way harder. These dudes are just getting beat up left and right. No, no thank you. Well, there, there was. I know somebody else who. Uh, I learned how to wrestle in a in a garage, in a boxing ring. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the ultimate Willier. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, I mean, if I had to do it again, I would definitely go to like a school, like Truth School. You know? Did you train? Yeah. yeah. I, I had to call you out because you were like, "I'm going to sign up." I was like, "We need to tell. We need to inform them of your history." Hey man, I'll sign yeah. up. We'll learn how to take bumps. Talk at least. About it you can save me. I. I, I uh, <laughs> I broke my leg doing a, a double axe handle. It was my finisher. Wow. So I now have Miller Rod in my leg. So <laughs> my career is kind of postponed for you a bit. You didn't like come out of the skin, too? <laughs> yeah, like, we, come he got life skin. flighted. It was, yeah. Sorry to hear that, man. <laughs> it's, uh, it's cool. I mean, it happens. Life. <laughs> so you used to work with someone I think that is part of. Isn't uh, Trey Miguel part of. Uh, Proving Ground? No. I thought I saw that on the website. Maybe. Oh. Uh, Just kidding! <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I worked with a few guys that have done some XICW stuff. Was that was it Brian Castle, I think, is also XICW, XICW for a bit. I don't think he still does, but... I don't think yeah. he does either. <laughs> bringing up Brian Castle again. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, you talk about that? No. No, let's not talk So, so you guys in your in the ring... Um, What's your style normally? Like, what's what you guys' finish here? What's your, what's your spotlight move? Go. <laughs> Just go. go. That's, That's my first. <laughs> That's my style. That's your style. Go. 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 <laughs> Just never stop. Green light. All right. No, um, we <clears throat> we just we just got in the business, so we were still learning. Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, and it takes a while. Like you ask the wrestlers, and you know, they say it takes probably like five years to even get real comfortable and to really understand, grasp the business or whatever. So actually, Zach Gowan, the one person that told me that. Also phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good to have dudes like that around. You know, we get to go to shows, and he's there all the time. And ride the shows. Actually rode with us a couple times and just giving us so much knowledge. It's cool, man. Like, it's so cool, man. Yeah. But, yeah, back to my style. Cruz Sorry. ducked your question. He ducked you. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> hey, hey. But I'm, he answered right. the question he wanted to answer. <laughs> Some public relations right there. <laughs> That's my manager right there, boy. <laughs> Bodyguard, manager, tag team partner. Okay. Jack of all trades over here. There you go. But uh, I don't uh, uh We don't like to do a lot of flying or nothing. Well, he never, ever don't fly. I like to beat people up. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Punch, but, uh, get clothesline. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get t-shirts as that. That's like, that's like the perfect, that's yeah. the perfect bottle. Punch, right get clothesline. Yeah. That's, that's it right there. Yeah, fight. <laughs> but uh, I like to use my athleticism, though. So I got an athletic background or whatever. So mm-hmm. I like to use that in the ring because everybody doesn't have that. So you know, that's true. You know, that's true. I mean, you don't need it. You don't need it. But if I got it, I'm gonna use it. Yeah, absolutely yeah, sure. Well, you see the guys that do, man. They really kind of stand up and and you know, or I mean, stand out, not stand up. They stand out. They work you know, amongst the other. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> How about so, you, big man? 
I like to beat people up. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I'm going to say. So, I mean, there's a punch, a kick, and a clothesline in there. Punch, clothesline. <laughs> yeah, so that's the front, one, two, front of the shirt. I like to beat people up in the back of the shirt. Punch, punch, punch kick, yeah. clothesline. Let's get that printed. I'll give y'all like $2 off myself. <laughs> All right, yeah. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Yeah. Right. You heard it here. It's recorded on the internet. Yeah. $2. So you talk about an athletic background. Can you... Uh, so what is that? What is that background? That sure, I played yeah. I played basketball my entire life. We're both we're both former mediocre college basketball players. There you go, right on. <laughs> Who'd you guys play for? I played for Missouri Baptist University in St. Louis. I went gotcha. to uh, Marygrove College. It's a y'all probably know where that is. It's on, uh, I've heard of uh, it. McNichols Road. It's not far. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not far. Hey, I'm a mediocre uh, small college soccer player. Oh, Give so. it up for medi- yeah. mediocrity, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Mediocre. Yeah. See, and you guys didn't get the post-college uh, pregnant belly like I did. So. You guys are like 10 steps ahead of me. Yeah, but yeah, basketball, like, my, uh, my I was always around basketball, so it was just basketball. Um, I never really uh, thought, as a kid, never thought I could be something as big as a wrestler. Or, you know, like, so I just watched it and just, okay, I'm watching it. It's cool. I love these guys. They're mm-hmm. cool. They're great guys. They're not human. You know what I'm saying? But uh, so I just played basketball. I got pretty good at it. Mediocre at best. But that's because I didn't work hard. I didn't work as hard as I could. And that's one thing that wrestling is, is giving me. Like, wrestling is kind of saving me, actually. Like, in a lot of ways. Like, I love it so much that I want to work hard. And know everything about it, you know. I mean, you're never gonna know any, everything about wrestling. That's what everyone says, but it just makes me lift the weights. You know what I'm saying? Get in the gym, all that. So that's your motivation. Absolutely. Exactly, tons of motivation. And man. I appreciate basketball for teaching me that lesson. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Because uh, we didn't work hard as hard as we should have to be basketball players. So when we got the chance to do this, we we decided that, uh, we're gonna give it all we got, or we're not gonna do it at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's the way you gotta do it because you only get to do life once. So, <laughs> so, man, eat, breathe, sleep, wrestling, man. Did you guys know yeah. each? You guys know each other then before you started training? Did you guys meet at the oh, house? Yeah. No, we. The uh, truth school. I think or? We knew each other since we were about twelve. Yeah. Okay, we played, oh, wow. back, we played uh, on the same high school team together. Oh, okay, okay. but we weren't friends. We never even talked to each other until like <laughs> two years after we graduated high school. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. So, I mean, what made you want to make that transition then from being? You know, basketball player into then signing up for wrestling school. Like, what was that push that kind of pushed you guys over? We're about to do story time. All right, story time. <laughs> okay, so uh, we was playing junior college basketball. We ended up on the same place uh, up in Alpena, Michigan. Does anybody know where that is? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's way up there. Mm-hmm. Not a, not a fun place. If you want to know what uh, Alpena like on the weekend, go in your closet. Uh huh. Close the door uh-huh. and stand there. Stand there. That's the whole thing. <laughs> That's how peeing on the weekends is awful. <laughs> but uh, back, back on the uh, subject of mediocrity, uh, I got kicked off the. Why well, didn't kicked off the team? I was ruled academically ineligible for a credential issue. So uh, thank God I got kicked off the team. Why well, I couldn't go on the road with them? So uh, when they used to go on the roads. I didn't want to go in the closet and stand there, so <laughs> so I, I used to get on YouTube and watch like the old WWF, like the Attitude Era, Ruthless Aggression, just the promo packages, you know, before like a big main event match. Yeah. And uh, I did that for a couple of weeks. I was like, you know what, I, I kind of have to watch these matches now. And then I started watching them, and I didn't stop. <laughs> so uh, I watched a lot, a lot of wrestling. I was like, hey, uh, this might be something. I, I was do. watching wrestling. I was watching wrestling. You was watching Raw, and I, I was watching Raw, and he it was just be on. I had it on in the living room. I just have it on, you know. 
just but not really into it. Ah, we about to do this. No, just I just turned it on. Because when I was a kid, I, I loved, loved, loved wrestling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everybody getting that one phase of their life where it's not as cool as it used to be. And maybe oh, yeah. No, we, all, a little bit. we all have that. Yeah. 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 But when it came back, it came back like a train, man. And it hit me. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so I was like, I figured out I could actually, like, this is something I could do. So uh, it took it took probably about three years after that before we actually got to a wrestling school. Yeah, because we're still playing basketball. Yeah. We're still learning stuff. It was stuff, just a long process you know. of uh Getting the basketball out and the wrestling in. It was yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, you're here now, so that's, yeah, I mean, that's exactly. all really matters. Like, speaking of that, you guys got going soon. Yeah. You guys got get, you got a big match coming up. Man, I'm about to get us in trouble, man. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So before we before we let send you on your way, why don't you uh, let the people know where they can hit you up on social media and stuff like that? Follow me at Palmer Cruz, P A M, sorry, P A L M E R, Cruz, C R U. I S E. Uh, I am the Xavier Walker on Instagram and Twitter. I'm not gonna spell it. Sound <laughs> it out. I believe in y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I can find it. I, I know you can. All right. Well, let's. Uh, we're gonna take a break, play a song, and uh, we'll be back in a few minutes to talk us, about. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks, thanks for coming, coming in, guys. For sure. Anytime. Sure. Hello, it's the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and you are listening to the Top Rope Review. Yeah. You're listening to a previously recorded episode of the Top Rope Review Show. And we're back. We're back. Hope you guys are back. <laughs> we're back. Hope you guys enjoyed that uh, quick interview with Palmer Cruz and Xavier Walker. And I really hope that you're, like I said before, I really hope you're on your way to uh, the Ritz right now because it's going to be an amazing show today. Best of luck to those guys. We hope they win. Yeah, totally. It goes against all my cultural uh, standards to root <laughs> against the Scarbonis being a Sicilian myself. But, you know, these guys were pretty cool, so I'm, I'm going to root for them tonight. They jumped me at bar once, so I'm, I'm totally cool. I remember cool. that. <laughs> I'm totally cool with them losing tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, standing at the bar, and then, like, Will, like, slams into me. It's because Sonny Scarboni is, like, pretending to do, do moves on him in the middle of the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good times. So the announcement I forgot to make earlier that that I remembered like mid conversation was that we actually um, next week on this show on July third we are going to have the world or uh, Michigan's most dangerous man, the DBA on our show finally. So I'm looking forward to that, and I'm hoping maybe we can get him to do the flaming elbow on Will. That would be awesome. I would. It would be an honor. It would be an honor. Dig <laughs> <laughs> it. So we've talked XICW. I think it's about time to dive into this week in WWE. So Money in the Bank, what do you guys think? (laughs) That's our segment intros. (laughs) (laughs) Money in the Bank. (laughs) We don't. We don't. Yeah, we don't need to pay yet. Uh, So jumping ahead a bit, my thought as I'm sitting in my apartment yelling to my cat was. He better fucking cash in the night. <laughs> that was my thought. As soon as the was wrong, yeah. I was like, out loud, basically to my cat, I said, Dean Ambrose better cash in tonight. Dude, I, when Which I was. Which he did. He totally did. When I was in Vegas, I'm watching it on, <laughs> and on, on my computer, and like, it happens. Like, first, I, I cheered like crazy because Seth gets the championship back. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Then Dean Ambrose comes out. I'm like, yeah. And then Dean Ambrose actually wins. And I literally jumped up out of my chair and I ran around my hotel room like, Woo! <laughs> 
And that was a. I th- I actually thought the and Jimmy probably disagree with this, but what I was a little. I thought the pay per view was medium at best, but the main event really delivered. I mean, that's what's most important, you know. Like so, one thing, I I'm always disappointed when like. You had they have the champion of something in a match, but they're not defending the t- so like, oh here's a throwaway divas tag match that really means nothing because the title isn't or not divas women's division uh, tag match that means nothing because the title's not on the line, um, you know and I and I thought uh, I did like the the AJ Styles John Cena match especially that was really good thinking about how like that was one of those things that we never really thought was going to happen it's kind of like you it's it's. They are very, um, you know, they're like, he was the John Cena for TNA. Like, he was their homegrown dude who was, you know, he was he was at the top of the card most of his career. He was their golden boy. And it, I don't think we ever thought that uh, that he was going to come this way. And so, so to get that that cool payoff and getting this feud, like, so early into his run is really cool, I think. Um and it's, it's good too because I think they're really establishing the club. And they're yeah, using finally, and they're using Cena as the way they established it. You know, just like what happened on Monday Night Raw. Like, you know, we, we, we won't interfere in this match, and then, of course they did. Like, yeah, but they did, and like, I didn't get to, I didn't get a chance to watch Raw after uh, Money in the Bank. Oh no, I did. I take that back totally. But I don't remember what happened uh, with any of that. Like with. Did did uh, AJ Styles and Cena say anything? Yeah, yeah. There, there, okay. was, there, there was a spot, and then AJ came out and said that he didn't know that they were interfering in the match. Okay, see, I, then, yeah, I didn't get and that. Then, and then the club apologized to Cena for interfering in the match, and then they agreed to give Cena a match against any member of the club as long as it wasn't AJ Styles. Okay. And that they promised they would not interfere with the match, and as soon as Cena went for the first pin cover... They jumped Cena. Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah. how you know they're classy guys. Yeah, <laughs> and I and I when they first were like, "Oh, John, we're so sorry," blah 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 blah. I was like, "Really? Like, way to take the fangs out of the snake, you know?" Like, yeah. But then they were being disingenuous, and it was just all like a show. So I was much happier when they came out and jumped him because I was like, "Okay, they're not uh, they're messing around. You know, they're still going to be dastardly." Right. I really wanted to watch it. I just I, th- I fell asleep. I did cool, get a man. chance to get the, uh, if I had a dive for every time that Johnny Laryngitis opened his mouth and something relevant came out, I would have zero dives. Zero dives! <laughs> is he, dude, his shirt said zero dives. I know. That's oh, yeah. so great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't like this whole hype of the... We're bringing back former managers to uh, say they want to be the managers. Yeah, I'm down. not digging it. It's kind of lame. It's just like I told you guys this the, like a week ago or a couple weeks ago when they brought when they had all that Teddy Long crap. I, well, was and, and I got all excited too when when Shane was like, "Oh, it's not going to be someone old. It's going to be someone who's going to represent the new era and stuff." And I'm like, "Oh, it's be me." I was, yeah, I was like, <laughs> "They're going to bring someone new in." No, it's going to be me. It's like no, like Shane Mac. It's kind of I don't know, but Shane's so young. Yeah, and he's he's been detached to the new era so long. So handsome. <laughs> and gray. It's okay. So this is, great. This is what I think should run Silver SmackDown. Fox. I think they should have the new day run SmackDown. <laughs> no. Or you know who they need to bring back? Commissioner Foley. That's a new that's a new person. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, I, I don't care if they bring back an old person as long as it's somebody I like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remember when Sh- Shawn Michaels was the commissioner for a short period of time, too. Yeah. Good stuff. Or, or give it to Edge and Christian. That okay, that I'd be okay with. I think that for a while would, they that would probably totally I think for a while they this. did have some kind of run on SmackDown where they were kind of in charge. Uh, I don't remember. So <sighs> sorry. So um no yawning there's no yawning in podcasting. Sorry, it happens. Will was talking. I got bored. Shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, so how about how about this uh Roman Reigns? I'm just gonna jump all over. Why not? What about this, this what Roman? This yeah, what about this Roman Reigns wellness violation? He smoked some weed. Is that what we think it was? Well, well I don't it's, see it's him only, doing anything else. It's um, well. So my thought is, he either smoked weed or he took he took a, a supplement that he didn't realize. He, he took an over the counter supplement, but still on their banned list. It's I mean, not as fun as he smoked weed, though. He might have. <laughs> He's but yeah, I mean, guy. it's only he's not, not a, a bad guy. guy. He knows but he guy. knows a guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, it's only it's only thirty days, which to me says it wasn't a major. It, the first thing. one's always thirty days, though, isn't it? It's probably weed. I I, I think it depends <laughs> on what what they're using. <laughs> Just because you were smoking weed that night doesn't mean that he was. Too. <laughs> yes, he was. Know, Jimmy has this like knowing look. On, it's probably weed. It's probably weed. What cracks me up though is thirty days. Are, it's weed. <laughs> people are all mad though because they're like WB knew about beforehand and they waited till after that roll to suspend them. So it's exactly enough time for him to be back before Battleground. Yeah, it's like well, Jack Swagger got caught. The, yeah, they he got pulled over of a DUI. And had weed on him and was arrested for it. And was still and at they, WrestleMania that they year. waited three months before they pulled them off TV for two months mm-hmm. because his storyline with LW Rio was making CNN news. Yeah, like WWE will do that. They will if if they deem that it's better for them to have you on TV. They will wait to punish you until it's a more convenient time. Yeah, and there's like, nothing, you know it's coming, but just do your thing yeah. right now. And there's nothing in their policy that says that they have to suspend the person immediately either. Even in their policy, they give themselves the leeway to you know kind of suspend at their leisure, whatever makes sense for the product at the time. So I don't know. It. it, it uh, I. I wonder. A lot of times when other people. Um, this happens to them. They kind of get spooked on them, kind of like when someone gets a concussion, and then they don't want to put the title on them, and they don't want to push them as hard as they were pushing them. Randy Orton's a perfect example of this. So is Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Dolph Ziggler got a concussion right after he won the World Heavyweight Championship a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and then they've done nothing with him since, mm-hmm. basically. Besides stuff like what they're doing now where he wrestles matches with guys and makes them look really good. you know. Yeah, he apparently makes Baron Corbin look great because yeah. he just keeps getting his Baron ass Corbin kicked. Is Boring, dude. Yes, boring. I've said this before. So I normally, boring. I normally love big guys, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, you do, big boy. <laughs> do, yeah. And he's just—I don't know. I'm not a fan of him. I'm not a fan of him. I don't like his presence. I don't like his on mic skills. I don't like—he he, just—I don't like his thinning hair on top. I don't like your stupid face and your stupid green baby shit green pants. I didn't. I mean, he, and, and he was in. <laughs> You should grow a beard and join the line. And then NXT, I wasn't that big of a fan of him, too. And NXT, he was doing a lot more of his... I don't think they play up as much, but NXT, he was supposed to be kind of like the lone biker, you know. That's what he's doing here. No friends. Yeah. He's, he's working the same gimmick. He uh, he was the major focus of the... Uh, one of the major focuses of that uh, Breaking Ground uh, show they had. Yeah. 
And um, it didn't really make him look that good. It, it was a lot of it was about how he was like, he's really that guy in real life where he's like, I don't need friends, I don't need blah blah blah, you know, kind of thing. Which, come on, whatever. Look, we already got a character like that. His name's Daryl Dixon. He's on Walking Dead. <laughs> we don't need a Baron Corbin. Yeah, just well, saying. Speaking of um, real and fake of their programs, we use there's the, the uh, show. Well. <laughs> There is a rumor that Paige was arrested for a domestic dispute with her so supposed Alberto of, Del Rio. So her, yeah, her supposed boyfriend. Poppy. But then people think it was all work for Total Divas. That's Well, she, so she wasn't arrested. She was detained and taken to the hospital. So I'm wondering what that means. But she was on Raw the next night, and we've heard nothing about it since... The weekend, so I'm wondering that. I mean that that would really point to it being just for the show. I don't know. Yeah, and that was one thing too that like around season two of Total Divas, it was coming out that Vince wanted the wanted what was happening on Total Divas to be what was happening on Monday Night Raw, and they wanted he wanted more of a a cross between the two and it be a little bit more scripted than what the show was originally supposed to be. Well, as a reality TV star myself, I can tell you <laughs> that it is very scripted. It's extremely scripted. I mean, Even we got cameras following us all over the place all the time. None of our lives are that interesting. So we have to write things down to, like, <laughs> spice it up a little bit, you know? Like, show was Will, <laughs> you keep using my soap. Bro. You know? Oh, we didn't tell you that um, the, the new starship got signed to a reality TV deal, so it's... <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be on was True TV. Was that a TV. rowdy TV deal? <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, yeah, it's a rowdy TV deal. What? <laughs> uh, well, speaking of the women's division, the queen is back. Yes. Yeah. I know, right? I Sasha love Becky. Banks. She- <laughs> Sasha Banks. But she's another one who people think that she might get put on that gets injured too easy list and they won't give her a push. Mm-hmm. So, but if they put the belt on there. That's wrong. They, the question is, will they put the belt on her at uh, SummerSlam, which would be a year from when she lost the belt in NXT, or were they wait, or they give it to her at Battleground? What do you guys think? Battleground. I think I think she's going to wrestle for the belt at Battleground, but she's going to lose dirty. She's going to lose, but it's not going to be a clean loss. Oh, it'll be dirty. And then it'll I, be a man a rematch at SummerSlam. I think I agree with you. I think I agree with you that that's yeah. Yeah, make Dana, her lose Dana dirty, Brooke, and then yeah, Dana Brooke will uh, will be a factor, and then yeah, Boom. rematch at SummerSlam, and then we can coronate uh, Sasha Banks. I'm the best protege ever. <laughs> what did you guys think of that fallout from the tag match? Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I was just really starting to like Heartfire, you know. Fire I knew it was home. coming, dude. In that shitty promo they pulled right before when they were sitting doing the interview with Homeboy, I don't even remember his name, but they're like, "Oh, you know what? What makes you guys such friends?" And they just pulled the most generic. Oh, she just makes me feel good. I love hanging out with her. Blah blah blah. At least someone loves me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing. I'm like, why are you pointing with your thumb? I can only tell what he was doing because I could see it from this angle. <laughs> you um, guys just made heart power in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't see, as, some, like, as someone who's seen a lot of like 
what Natalia's public persona is and the way she's presented on Total Divas. I don't think her being a heel makes sense in any sense, in any way or fashion. She's just way too like. I'm so happy, guys, and it's so well known too that she is like, she's at the uh, train center all the time helping the the divas out or the women out. I should say. Sorry, I used that word. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's weird because we're talking about total divas too. So yeah, and, and she's trained. Whatever. I mean, she she helped. You know, she helped Becky. She helped Paige. She's helped all of them get into the in the business. You know, so they all have a lot of respect for her. For her to be a heel it just makes no sense. She's a, she's not a very good heel when she, whenever she's a heel. Yeah. Oh, the only time that she was a good heel was when she was in the tag team with Beth Phoenix. Yeah, but, but I think Beth did all the healing really. Healing. <laughs> So, what else is going on? Oh, I want to. I want to talk. I want to get your perspective, Will, as the number one president of uh, the Kurt Angle fan club. How you feel about uh, these Kurt Angle rumors and then not rumors that we've been getting this last week, week and a half? Well, as a number one Kurt Angle fan club fan, I do really want to see him have one last run. WB because I want to see him be in the Hall of Fame, you know. Like, like I would love for him to be if 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 he can wrestle his last match in WBE, he will be a first round pick for the Hall of Fame. I uh, well, it, as much as I like to hate on Kurt Angle, um, I want to see him back where he belongs as well because I you know I don't want to can't be in can't be in the Hall of Fame if you spent the last decade of your career in the minors. Well, he he'll, he'll eventually make it to the Hall of Fame if he doesn't come back, but it'll probably be after he passes away. It'll be yeah. he'll, he'll pass away, and then they'll put him in the Hall of Fame. And I don't want to see that, you know. So, and he's he's said numerous times that he's probably going to retire soon. Like I could see him within the next five years retiring. Oh yeah, he's been talking about he was almost done for probably like five years. Yeah, I mean he's he's, getting, he's the Brett Favre of wrestling. Yeah, so he's getting <laughs> up there. I mean. The guy's done a lot of his career. He hey, man, he broke, a, he broke his freaking neck at, while winning a gold medal. Yeah. That's true. Or, he, he won, he he won, won a gold, gold medal with a broken, freaking freaking neck. Freaking neck. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's just a lot of good stuff. That he's, um, I want to see him back for sure. When I was talking to um, Cruz and Walker about wearing the belts – um, you have having multiple, being able to have multiple belts in my mind's eye. I didn't say anything, but in my mind's my mind's eye, I saw Kurt Angle wearing the one belt around his waist and then the other belt around his neck. You remember how you see yeah. that? <laughs> I was thinking of that picture of Triple H when he had that all the, be- yes, all the belts, <laughs> belts in his arms. Yeah, I am the tag team <laughs> champions. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, you know what I'm getting mad about though. You know what really grinds my gears. <laughs> <I was thinking laughs> <that. laughs> I want the Kevin Owens Sami Zayn feud to end because I feel like it's holding Sami Zayn back and it's not really doing much for Kevin Owens. You know, because they've already really established Kevin Owens and he's already had a couple bouts. Like, so he can, he doesn't need Sami Zayn, the Sami Zayn feud to help get him over with the fans. And Sami Zayn feuding with Kevin Owens doesn't do him any good either. I think they both need to start wrestling other people. Yeah, bring the bring this feud back to us with one that one of them has a title or something in a couple of years. Yeah, it's kind of like mismanaged. It, we were all excited for it, but then they mismanaged it. Yeah, it's it's, just, it's getting old and stale, and they just need to break them up and have them do other things. Yeah, so I think uh, 
We're kind of running out of time here, and we got to head over to uh, the Ritz for Proving Ground. So I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap up here, Jimmy. You got a clip loaded up over there, Chief. I'm trying to find it right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's cool. I'm. I'm I still gotta uh, say my spiel. Usually my. Uh, oh, there was one that was. There was one that was really good. We should have done. So we will talk about the cruiserweight classic next week. I mean, it has. I don't think any of it has aired yet. Uh, so, um, but actually, one one last thing to say about that, uh, Tyson uh, Ducks, who is in. The Cruiserweight Classic, which starts airing next week, is also wrestling at Proving Ground tonight. Yeah, here at the Ritz. There's a lot of qualifying matches that have been posted online. You can find the kind of like the matches that they had. Right, but I'm talking about the actual. Yeah, the the, the actual tournament hasn't started yet, though. So, also, we didn't. We're all pretty excited that Dean is champ. Yeah, I love that Dean's champ. I think it makes the most sense. All right, so that is our show for this week. Big thanks to Fong Down Beer Company for keeping our show well hydrated with some heat, some heat beer, some wheat, wheat. beer. Um, and th- big thanks to uh, Palmer Cruz and Xavier Walker, and good luck tonight in your match, guys. Um, and we will be ha- definitely having those guys on for a full episode at some point in the future. Um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Top Rope Review. Follow us on Facebook. Um, and give us a like, facebook.com slash topropereview. Go to our new website, topropereview.com, and where you can find everything we're doing. And if you miss any of our episodes live, you can find them on SoundCloud or iTunes. Take us home, Jimmy. Or do you hold gold that have already made the sacrifice so that you can face this challenge? Dispose of them, old Koken. Assume the controls, old Koken. You're listening to a previously recorded episode of the Top Rope Review Show.